having anti-Semitic beliefs. Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again. But this is not going to turn into a spin-around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear, though, is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Hey, what's up, man? It's been a minute. I know, because, like, you have a real job, and you have to work, and you got to go out of town. I mean, we both have real jobs. I don't have a job. You have, you, we have real jobs. I am gainfully, well, I shouldn't say that, because if the half a person from my employment were to hear this, they'd be like, so you don't work now? <laughs> and I can't do that. <laughs> I, I am gainfully employed, yes. What's up? I'm Jerry Jones. What, you, that's yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> That's all you're gonna say. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say your name. Oh yeah. So my name is Date M, and uh, Jerry's on one. So I'm gonna try to keep it even keel while Jerry just he, he starts busting out blood vessels and all kinds of stuff. I mean, this is going to be quintessential trailblazing because <laughs> you know we were both came and I he thought I had the agenda. I thought he had the agenda. Neither one of us wrote it down. We had a plan that we had verbalized, we had verbally committed to, this is the plan. All right. And then, uh, so yeah, you're going to get what, what normally happens at the bar, which is going to happen as soon as we record this. So I know we're talking politics. I mean, we are a week away. One week away. Oh, man. Do you know your voting plan? Do you know your polling location? Do you know the issues on the ballot in front of you? You got to figure all that out. I mean, it is one week away. And from what I'm reading, at least especially here in Kansas, that uh, Republicans are very motivated uh, this particular election. Yeah. I mean, they like historically speaking, midterm elections favor the party that's not in power. Right. And they have they don't have control of the presidency. They don't have control of the Senate, and they don't have control of the House, but they do have control of the Supreme Court. Well, can can I push back, though, on a statement you just made, though? I mean, you're going to. Because, I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> because you know my feelings about um, Chuck Schumer. I don't even want to give his title because of what you just said. I contend that the Republicans have had and continue to have control of the Senate because nothing that we wanted that we voted for in 2020 we've got I, I mean you got you got uh, not at the levels that you wanted mm -hmm. but you do have the forgiveness of student loans okay that's that, that's a good thing you you do have a, a, a I mean all of this is qualified right yeah but you do have a little bit of like um, uh some some uh, the passage of, of a green bill and green energy and in and as as part of the deficit mm. reduction act you got some of that in there okay so he the stuff that people <laughs> on the i don't want to say the 
the fridge. So it's like you are a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, right? But why are you trying to help me? I'm just saying, imagine if you like you like you want a Super Bowl, right? Uh, I, I mean, I don't even know what that would feel like to yeah, want that. Right. You every year you want a Super Bowl, right? And so, say at I the just end want of, the playoffs, man. See, the Dallas okay, is so hard. The playoffs. Just want but the what playoffs. if Jerry is like, hey, we didn't make the playoffs. Y'all gonna make the playoffs, but we, but we did. Uh, we had um, eight consecutive, eight more sellouts. We uh, upped our concessions by twenty-seven percent. Like what? Those are good things. The student loan, good thing. Green bill, the infrastructure bill. The infrastructure bill apparently is really good for you know um, uh, individuals who are you know manual laborers, all all sorts of good stuff. However, the people who actually put you in office ask for two things and two things only. We wanted a bill that we wanted the George Floyd bill, yeah. and we wanted the Voting Rights Act restored. Where are we on that? Yeah, oh, I mean, I, I look, I, I cannot be an apologist for, um, for kind of the status quo of Democrats. I, I will say this though, that when you have a fifty-fifty margin in the Senate, that's only tie-breaking, that the tie can only be broken by Vice President Harris. Like then you got a couple of Democrats who have who who have outsized power, and they weren't gonna go down the road on any of that. So I like, man. Part of it is that our, our system is broken. Like it's broken. Like essentially, we get into big old fights and we scream at each other on the other side, and we get out the vote. And we do all of this participation in democracy, and on the federal level. We have entrenched politicians that no longer want to work together, but they're just going to shout at each other across the aisle and they're going to do anything. There's no work that gets done on the federal level. Here's what I'm. Here's the only reason why I'm bringing this up is the things that that got done were the things that Biden wanted. Well, I don't think he wanted to do the student loan thing, but I think he got pushed into that. The infrastructure bill was the thing that was his priority. He yeah. And he fought for that, and he got it. So he made the... We could just cut to the chase. He made a decision that I'm not going to expend my political capital on the George Floyd bill and on the voting rights bill because I need to get the infrastructure bill passed. Well, I mean, I guess I would say it this way. You might be right, but I would say it this way. I don't know that he made that decision. I actually think dude would... I call him dude. He's still the president. I think the president would want to do that. There, but there was no way that cinema in in, in, in what, what's the other dude's name? The guy I mentioned. Yes, I refuse to think of his name. The dude lives on a boat and he drives a high end <laughs> sports car. That man is an elected person from West Virginia. But though they weren't going to go with it. Here, here's what I will say though. Like you, you want to get into the. There are some key races out there. Can I just name a couple yes. of them? Yes. Because I, I want to name the Missouri race as part mm. of my call out. Because I'm a call out somebody. But before we get to that, okay. like, we got this race between Herschel Walker Man. and Raphael Warnock to, to represent Georgia in the Senate. And mm. it's ludicrous to me. Like, it, th th Man. Look. Oh, my God. It's just. 
Wow. This is how I know, how I know that it does not matter. You People have already picked who they want. And, and maybe I've been, I'm like that too. But this isn't a, this race is no longer about qualification. Nope. And is no longer about integrity. It, I mean, this, this dude, Herschel Walker, who I got to tell you, up until this race, I was a huge fan of. Yeah, I love him. I could tell you all kinds of stuff about Herschel Walker. He used to, he used to tie a cement blocks to, to, to his waist, a rope in his waist, and run up and down the countryside. But here's the thing. He is a staunch supporter of having limits on women's right to choose what they want as far as it relates to to reproduction, right? And he doesn't want any exceptions. In fact, he's gone on record as saying, you know, tough times build tough people. So he doesn't want any... He ex- wasn't thinking that when he was uh, paying for these damn abortions. Well, so now it comes out that two women have said, not only, not only did, did is he not against it, but he paid for it. He, he, If you believe the second woman, that he really pressured her into having it. I'm just like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like we picked our sides and all of my theological kin. So I want to say this very clearly. I mean, I know y'all ain't listening to this because y'all ain't don't listen There's to There's five me. people listening. But none of them are my theological kin. <laughs> like none of the people that I grew up with and went to school with or went, went to church with, they listen to this. But my theological kin are like character matters. Like what we do matters. And now as soon as the first woman made her allegation, then you had all these evangelical pastors. They held a, they, they kind of held a, 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 a come to Jesus meeting and Herschel was there and they surround him. They put hands on him. And there's like, he's a man of good character. What y'all mean to say is he's a man who will vote the way you want him to vote. Mm-hmm. And his character doesn't matter. And whatever he did in his past doesn't matter. I just remember a time when those were not the standards. So I just, when it comes, like, it, it this is a ludicrous race. So you name another race and then we'll, we'll kind of keep it moving. Because oh, you want to talk I mean, about the NBA. I know. I, I mean, look, I, I don't even have a race to, it. all of it to me, like, it's going to be a bloodbath. I think uh, I got one. Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. So let me just talk about Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, Doctor so, Oz. Well, first the governor's race. Okay. Is between a guy named Doug Mastriano mm-hmm. and John Fetterman. Yeah. And I, again, like this Mastriano dude, like he is an avowed Christian nationalist. He is very clear mm-hmm. that like. He he is his platform is built on exclusion. It's like he thinks that you should enforce Christian principles on everybody, you know, like all people. Like he 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 was at the January sixth gathering. He gathered people. He was there. Like this is the, the, the this is the dude. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I, I messed it up. But this is the dude running for governor, and then his, his Fetterman's not his part. The guy running against him. There's another dude. He, he's a polit- He he ran for senate. He lost. Like this guy cannot win. Like you cannot elect a white Christian nationalist uh, to be your governor. You can't do it. I, I mean, there's a whole conversation about. I mean, it's like 
either he is ignorant of the history of the spread of Christianity or he knows damn well, you know, but you know, forced Christianity is, I mean, and we just celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day. So if you want to get a hint of what Christian nationalism looks like, talk to any indigenous person, okay? Talk but, to... But I think he would be okay with it. Like, this dude is unabashed. He's not trying to hide it. And, and, let, and here's the thing. So on our thing, we should not just get up in arms about people. He's running a guy against a guy named Josh Shapiro, right? That, that's, that's his opponent. Just if you're in Pennsylvania and Please. you listen to this... Please like vote. vote for Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro. That that's the guy. Please that's the guy. Yeah. He like we just we can't do this crazy stuff. And then yes. the Senate race, which is Dr. Oz, Mehmet Oz Man. versus John Fetterman, that has become crazy in which now we're looking at a carpetbagger who doesn't even live in the state, who doesn't have but he 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 loves Trump versus a dude who suffered Mm-hmm. A stroke, and so, but, and then he did, he did a, he, did, I don't know why, but he decided he wanted to do a debate, and now we're it dropped in the middle of this race. Is now we're talking about like ableism and how we judge candidates, and mm-hmm. like I, I mean, so this dude did not perform well on the debate stage, but does that mean he's not qualified? Where I mean. Oz changes his mind, and the last thing he said about women's reproductive rights... It is, should be between a woman, a doctor, and the politicians? Local politicians. Local yeah. electeds. So the woman should make a choice about her reproductive rights with her doctors, her family, and, and her, her mayor. Yeah, and her mayor. And her, her mayor. Pa- and in the city council. Uh, I mean, give me a break. I mean, look, P- Pennsylvania, don't be stupid. Get out there. Vote. You, you Look... I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to vote. You just, just did. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you, don't vote like an idiot, okay? <laughs> I am tired of stupid people. I am tired of people being stupid at the polls. Pennsylvania, Georgia, don't be stupid here. Well, you're going to do a whole call, like, Missouri, I don't know. Missouri is kind of in its own thing. Johnson County, Kansas, don't be an idiot, okay? You know, just I'm just saying. So in Kansas, they have a governor's race. Yes. And then, and then of course, they have a rep race. Yeah. And and that's going to be contested. Yeah. And, and, and an attorney general's race where Chris Kobach is trying to be the uh, attorney Chris general. Chris Kobach. Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, I hate this time of year. <laughs> I don't know how all of, all of a sudden these um, the emails are showing up, not as spam, but like in my actual inbox. Uh, I don't know, like the, the commercials are ridiculous. Here's the thing, as much as I'm a Democrat, I refuse to believe that these people are as vile and as evil as the commercials say they are. I just don't believe that. So there's a part of me that when I see these commercials, it makes me not trust any of them because I'm like, these aren't all the worst people in the world. Now, Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz, pretty terrible people. I don't think Amanda Atkins, if we were to meet Amanda Atkins, don't think she's a bad person. I still think you're an idiot if you if you decide that um, kicking Sharice out is the best move, especially after how you voted Kansas in August 
to protect a woman's right to choose. Use your brains, people. I'm, yeah, I'm on one. I'm, I'm ticked off. I'm just, I, I've had it with stupidity. I've had it. I've had it. Um, a couple other races is, <clears throat> we, we've got the Wisconsin Senate race, right? With Ron Johnson. Yeah. Um, that That's a key race. The Arizona race, the Nevada race. I mean, there are, like, there's a lot to consider. Yeah. When you go out there, go, go, if you go to ele your election board, they will have a sample ballot and you can see who's on the ballot. Like, get out there. Um, it wouldn't be antagonizing to tell the cheese heads, like, hey, listen, you've already got a football team that's not going to do anything this year. Wow. You've got nothing to look forward to there. So please do the rest of us a favor, since you don't have a football team worth supporting. Show support for America, okay? Put that team first on November 8th and get Ron Johnson the hell out of there, okay? He's got to go. Like, I don't know what happened to him. He used to be kind of a centrist he did. Republican, leaning conservative, but he was, he's been on this Trump cuckoo train. Like, I don't, I really don't know what happened to him. Like, but he needs to go. So Wisconsin, cook up some sausages Grab some beer, grab some cheese, wait as long and line as you can, and vote for the Democrat, okay? Like, don't be stupid. Mandela Barnes. What, what's that? Mandela Barnes. That, that's his opponent. Really? Like, just say his name. Yeah. Mandela Barnes? Yeah. So he's black? Yeah. Or she? He. He. Wow. Man, I like that, man. He you was a former lieutenant governor. Wow. I love that name. Mandela. <laughs> I mean, and like... He he would definitely get discriminated against on a you know on a resume pool. I mean, he may be one of those resumes where they would just take his resume and throw it you know they they just throw him away. Right, man. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it's clear that he's black. Like, I I don't even know why I asked. I mean, he just has one of those names. I love the name. I'm just saying that Ron Johnson. If if he tried to be a staffer for Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson would take one look at that resume and throw it in the trash because of the name. Of the name. Um, do, do you want to talk about um, politics? We're, down to, we're probably down to four listeners now. Yeah, do you want to talk about politics and violence or are you just ready to go on to the NBA? I mean, no, let's keep going. I mean, I got, I'm just, I'm, as you notice, like, they, he warned you all that I was on one. And so, yeah, I'm, 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 I've had it with stupidity. So... Whatever the topic is, it's probably going to be a constant theme. Okay, so the problem with politics, there are lots of problems with politics, but one of the problems... That could be a book, <laughs> The Problem with Politics. Can you imagine? That would be like an old school encyclopedia. You'd have like 26 volumes. The Problem with Politics, sorry. Well, one of the problems right now is folks' political affiliations rule everything. And then each side gets so heightened about um, how right that they are, and they vilify the other side. And what happens is then the other side um, is they're so unrighteous that then you have to get rid of them. Right. So that got played out this week. Mm -hmm. Right. So over the weekend, Nancy Pelosi, her husband Paul Pelosi, was attacked in his home in San Francisco. The 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 um, the guy. The, 
the intruder of the house. He kind of broke into broke the glass of the of their glass door and mm-hmm. everything. He was looking for Nancy. Yeah. And instead found Paul Pelosi. Yeah. And then like it's a crazy story. Go out, you can read it for yourself. But essentially took a hammer mm-hmm. and bashed this man's head. Yes. This is what our politics have come to. He and his his stated intent was he was looking for Nancy. He was going to um, uh, bash her kneecaps in and tie her up in zip ties so that he could question her, catch her in a lie, and then uh, essentially leave a sign for all other Democrats to see what happens when you continue to lie to the people. This is what the man was going to do. Yeah. And well, so I, I got one little addendum, but anything you want to say about? Um, you're right. I mean, it's um, you know January sixth. The the people who kidnapped or attempted to kidnap um, um, Governor Whitmer in in Michigan, and the and, and I I blame the you know people like the Alex Joneses of the world, um, you know those those kinds of commentators who make excuses um, for this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's very tribal. And I do think that um, and these are mostly male, mostly men. Um, well, I don't know if I want to call them men. Um, they were raised to be men, but are falling short. Um, that I think there's a, this is all about the toxicity, like this not feeling man enough um and they're and they're using politics as a way for them to kind of make up for whatever deficiencies they have but um the leaders of the republican party are basically trash for how they have responded or not responded to this i have not seen a pulling of the ads attacking nancy pelosi uh and they 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 have they've created this environment they, you know, they're not uh, participating in the January 6th um, uh, sessions, denying that it was even, the, you know, like uh, sugarcoating what January 6th was. They are all complicit in this. Dude, um, not, not only are they not pulling their ads, the, the Republican um, candidate for governor in Arizona that is joking about it. Yeah. And there are other candidates who who um, are joking about this. And, you know, like, I, so we've gotten to the place, like, so a man gets his head bashed in with a hammer and we're joking about it? Yeah. And then if they're not joking about it, they're actually then coming up with other conspiracy theories. It's like, well, actually, it seems like the he didn't break into the, the yeah, house, I... that the glass was broken from the inside out. Oh, and... And like, there's more to the story here. And oh, not only are are Republicans then saying, hey, creating more conspiracy theories, then the new owner of Twitter is linking to a story saying there's more to the story here from an article out of the Santa Monica Observer, which is a notorious kind of right-wing yeah, paper. It's... I mean, it's like... What this is what we've got to. Do. This is the owner of Twitter. The owner of Twitter, y'all. 
who 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 said, well, I'm not going to create a hellscape here anymore. But like this, this is what we are living with. This is our current environment. Right, right. It's it's um, it's it's just pretty terrible. And um, I think honestly, if you are voting as a Republican, if you identify as a Republican, there's something you need help. You really do. There's something. There's there is a deficiency with you, and you got to deal with it. And I, I know that they're not listening, but the people in your life who are voting Republican for this Republican Party, I'm sorry. I mean, I am, I'm tired of stupid people. I'm tired of selfish people. And the fact that you can allow for something like that to happen. But it's not just Nancy Pelosi. Steve Scalise was shot at practice for the, the kind of the uh, Democrat GOP softball game. It was like five, five, four or five years ago. Yeah. Got shot. Oh, it's too bad he got shot. You gonna do anything about guns? Nope. Gabby Giffords gets shot. Oh man, that's really too bad. At a meet and greet. At a meet and greet. Nothing. There was that idiot who was driving around with all sorts of what, like he was targeting uh, all sorts of key Democrats. They made light of that. Um, the bombing in Nash was it Nashville? Like around in the holidays a couple years ago, and it, it had all this anti-democratic. Um, uh, propaganda media kind of swept that all under the rug. Like we, I, I just and then and like you said, you get idiots like um, Elon Musk who, I mean, the only difference between he and Kanye is he's got a little bit, not a little bit, a lot more money. But it's just there is no public discourse, and I realize I'm not being helpful when I say I'm tired of stupid people, yeah, in in in, in voting stupid. But I'm frustrated. It's just. I don't know, and so I. It's hard not. It's hard to to not have the us versus them when it's like if if one side is trying to be reasonable and the other side is making jokes about the speaker of the house's husband being attacked in her home, who was the not the intended target. I want to know. I'm sorry. Where was Secret Service? Where was her security detail? How did that happen? Yeah, it, I think one of the things that I read that's coming out is like it's Capitol Police yeah, that okay. have responsibility, even though there it wasn't in D.C. Like they, yeah, because it's her, it's it's her yeah. home. Like they are in charge. That I don't know the answer. To that I mean, those are all really important questions. I mean, she's third in line, folks, for the presidency of the United States. And we have people who are out there on the campaign trail making jokes about her being the intended target of a, of an inter a hostage interrogation situation. Yeah. There's, there's zero funny about that. And to me, if you make light of that, you're not fit for any... Ooh, I'm not going to cuss... But you are not fit to run anything. Screw all of you who are out here making light of that, and screw you if you're voting for them. I, I'm serious. Like, you're but a piece you, of crap. I'm sorry. You're a piece of crap. But I'm you're sorry. not gonna cuss. I'm not gonna cuss. Cuss. I'm. I'm not doing a Roy Williams. All right. Shoot. Darn. Whatever. Uh, all right, Mr. Non Cusser. Let's talk about the NBA. More stupid people. <laughs> 
So you're gonna call you're gonna call this episode the stupid people episode. This is a stupid people episode. What do you that yeah yeah? I probably shouldn't introduce this, but I'm just gonna go nuts. I'm like us. Uh, okay, I'll set it up. Uh, so I'll set it up just by saying this: that in the NBA, we the NBA at this point has taken a really strong stand um, against mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. Um, particularly anti-black racism. Yeah, right. Uh, they really hard stand, and you can obviously it makes sense why, like because of the the number of players in the NBA who are mm-hmm. black, and like they was when um, the owner of the Phoenix Suns they did that that uh, they did an investigation and they were punishing him and he's gonna have to sell his team. I mean, he made racist and sexist jokes. Mm-hmm. To be clear about that. What's a little more confusing is or at least at least um, by reaction of NBA players what doesn't seem to be as um, egregious mm-hmm. is when you have instances of anti-semitism right that come up so two cases that then mm-hmm. are connected to the NBA one you have I, I can't get myself to just call him yay right right so Kanye mm-hmm. uh, Kanye just goes full oh tilt anti uh just yeah. anti-semitic full tilt uh then like makes this threat that just says i'm gonna go uh uh defcon or nuclear or yeah. whatever um on, on on jewish folks well how that's connected to the nba is uh kanye owns a sports um company that 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 represents an nba player mm-hmm. He has um, a contract and a, a, a financial agreement mm-hmm. with um, Adidas yep. uh, to then license Kanye's shoes, yep. um, his his Yeezy products. Yep, uh, and that's a huge, like, oh, yeah. huge amount of money. Yeah, that um, that represents. I mean, almost all of Adidas's cred comes from that line of shoe. Yep, that's right. So that's one thing. So laying this all out. Sorry, I'm taking so long. And then the second thing is, um, it, it, uh, Kyrie Irving is, is a star player, star point guard for the Brooklyn Nets. I almost called them the New Jersey Nets, but <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. And he on his social media accounts, two of them, I think it's um, uh, Twitter and Instagram. He linked to a movie called Hebrews and Negroes, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, which is based on a book, but he linked to the movie on Amazon, yep. and the movie is just built on anti-Semitic tropes yep. um, over and over and over again. And when a reporter asked him about it, he was like, I'm not, uh, I, you know, I'm not supporting anything. I just linked to it. That doesn't mean anything. Well, that's ludicrous. That's it's a, it's absurd. It's ludicrous. Like right. you, like I, I'm pretty sure that Kyrie isn't going to link to anything that Robert Sarver supports, right? right? I mean, yeah. this is the owner of, uh-huh. of, of the Sun. So, both of these cases, in both of these cases, um, these the, the two principals um, have engaged in acts of anti-Semitism. And have been really overt about it. Mm-hmm. And 
the reaction isn't the same as if uh, as if there were acts of um, anti-black racism. Right. And so, so I'm gonna do the setup. I'm gonna let you now kind of go on your run. Like it's just like it. If this were if this were about anti-black racism, we have seen. Yes. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Everybody be up in arms, and they should be. Right. Right. We have not seen that. And, and I'll do one more call out and yeah. then you, you do your... Yeah. Like, I mean, right now, the mouth of the NBA. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. LeBron. The NBA Players Association president, Chris yeah. Paul. Yep. Like, yep. both of them were really front and center. It, it had been about a lot of things. They, uh-huh. They've been front and center about Brittany Griner. Yep, right? 100%. But around this, yep. they've been strangely silent. I mean, from... LeBron and Chris Paul, I want to preface this by saying, I think have been amazing leaders. And I really do feel like they have comported themselves very much in the tradition, I feel like, of, of like the legacy of Bill Russell. Like, very understanding their, their role as leaders for the league, but leaders for the, uh, for the community and the culture. Um, you know, when Donald Sterling was recorded saying right. those things, he was the former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. They, you know, galvanized um, the whole, like, thing with the I Am Trayvon when LeBron was at Miami. Right. Um, up to, like you mentioned, Brittany Griner. And most recently, as within the last six weeks, came out against the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Bob Sarver. Because Adam Silver was like, you know, I can't just take the guy's team. But Adam Silver was also signaling like, I can't just take the team. Right. And there clearly was some sort of coordinated effort to put pressure on on the Phoenix owner. The silence has been deafening. And I think a big part of it, too, is looking at Jalen Brown, who was the, the Celtics player that was until last week under contract with Donda Sports. And... More prominently, Kyrie Irving. I almost call him Kyrie West because of him and Kanye just... Um, but I think because it's their own... Like, these are part of the brotherhood, the NBA brotherhood, that... Uh, and, and to Jalen Brown's... Jalen's like, hey, I'm out. Like, Jalen's like, hey, I'm not down with this stuff. Like, He's hey. looking for new representation. Yeah. He, I mean, he got... I mean, he, he was kind of on... The, like, at first, it was kind of like, oh, let me see... But, once he understood everything was happening, he's like, I'm out of this. I don't, I don't, I'm not down with that. But the league for LeBron and Chris Paul to be silent on Kyrie and I think to a, a, a lesser, somewhat lesser degree, Kanye, it's um, beyond, dis- it's not, it, yes, it's disappointing. Um, I think, I think it's, I think it's potentially damaging for the league that they aren't responding. Uh, but to your point, I mean, we talked about this off air. Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets have a responsibility. Ownership apparently met with Kyrie, I think it was yesterday. And he's playing tonight. He played the other night. And my concern will be like, well, we hadn't even talked about it. So the Don the Sports, uh, Kanye had a school. Uh, the Donda Academy that they were trying to basically become like the IMG, like a sports academy. Because of what he did, they shut down the school. Yeah. So families were paying fifteen thousand dollars to send their kids to the school, right in the 
in, you know, right during playoff season, football season, right before basketball season, all those kids are out of school now. They're all scrambling. So I'm like, there's real implications. But I need LeBron, Chris Paul, um, and others to stand up against this. And I know that that's one of those things where we're why, like, why are you asking the black players? Why not the white players? Well, the reality is, is that, you know, they're not the face of the league. Okay. LeBron is. And I just don't, I, I just, I, I find it so disrespectful and disappointed that this anti-Semitism is allowed to stand. Kyrie should not be playing NBA basketball. And I wouldn't be surprised, Date, that um, I don't think Kyrie survives the week as an NBA, at being on an active roster. I really don't. I think tonight will be his last game. That's my prediction. We're recording this on November 1st. I'm predicting that tonight will be the last game that Kyrie Irving ever plays in the NBA. Man. That's my prediction. I don't... And, and I'm saying that because... Barkley owns the arena, okay? So I feel like people, um, the Jewish community don't play. Like this is, like, and so I know that Adam Silver, the commissioner, understands that. I don't think the ownership of the Nets truly understands what is about to happen to their organization. Well, so to your point, like, what makes this even more egregious is... Um, Kyrie is the point guard mm -hmm. of the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. In 2012, so I'm looking at old numbers, right? 561,000 residents mm -hmm. in Brooklyn uh -huh. were Jewish. Yep. One in four. Yeah. Um, 1.1 million Jewish people live in New York City. Yeah. So... And I'm not, I, I want to be clear here, I, I'm not saying that this is egregious because so many Jewish people live there. I'm just saying for, for him yes. to, to, to um, promote, and, and, and he got in a fight with the ESPN reporter about whether he was promoting, but for his social media accounts to link to um, a movie with anti-Semitic tropes in a place where so many of the residents... Are Jewish that makes it even more egregious I am offended and and it's egregious to me and and like we need to zoom out here and say yes anti-black racism like at, at another episode I, I want to be able to talk about what the Supreme Court is doing around um, uh, uh, around admission standards and why as an Asian person, even mm -hmm. though Asian people have been put at the heart of what's happening at Harvard, like I, I have a view around that, right? But sticking with this is like anti-racism is mm -hmm. incredibly offensive. But, yep. but so is Islamophobia. Yes. And yes. so is anti-Semitism. Yes. Is like when when we promote, center, codify hate and exclusion. Or when we when we use historical tropes mm -hmm. and memes, then to make statements about a group of people as if they are only that, that then promotes just kind of antipathy towards that group. 
It's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. And I, I think this goes bigger than, than basketball. And I think where the Kanye and Kyrie things tie up, when we start seeing the signs over the, you know, uh, the 405, Kanye was right. When apparently there was... And they one do of the, the Hitler salute. Yeah, yeah. Like, not only yeah. the sign, but then, but then to do the... Then to yes. make an act that says this person who then killed these many people, like, we're with you. Yeah, apparently, Apparently at one of the college football games there were those signs. See, the thing is, we've seen... What happens when when you give even an inch to this kind of rhetoric? We we you know we have we we have people who are living proof. We have descendants who are living proof. And to me, it absolutely has to be zero tolerance. But to your point, Dave, it needs to be zero tolerance on a lot you know lesbophobia. It needs to be zero tolerance against any marginalized and minoritized group. It has to be zero tolerance, but I, to me, like, I, I feel like I am complicit in this too. Like, I love my NBA, but, you know, at this point, until the NBA, until the league does something, do we just say, you know what? I got to be done with the NBA. If you're, you can't, you can't, we can't, I, I am not going to live in a world where we act like slavery is a choice. Right. I am not going to live in a world that that says Kanye was right and, and, and like saying all these anti-Semitic things. I'm not doing that. I'm not down with that at all. And I don't think I can support an entity that's just going to sit on their hands and go, oh, Kyrie's right. Like, I mean, I think Brooklyn is going to F around and find out. I'm talking about the Nets. Like, because it, it's bigger than Kyrie. Homeboy that owns the team may mess around and find out he ain't got no sponsors tomorrow. Joe Sign. Yeah. Like, bro, like, and I know you're like, these are billionaires. They're not used to being told what to do. They, you know, they believe that they're all powerful and this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, try that out. Let's see how that works. Let's see how that works for you. Well, and it's where, where billionaires will feel it. Yeah. Is when you come after their money. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I just, th- this is bigger than the NBA. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is about the kind of society that we want to live in. 100%. And Kyrie, if you want to have a conversation about, like, a, a free speech conversation that explores the historical tension between um, uh, the, um, uh, the black community and the Jewish community, you want to have a conversation about the historical tension between. Um, black folks and Asian folks, right. like I'm down to have that with you. Right. Just, just don't resort to tropes to right. then label a bunch of folks, and then because you you claim that you're really smart and you and you're really well learned and you're an individual thinker, then don't want to then don't like like then try to run away from from like anything I put on my page, I stand behind. And, and there are some things that I don't put on my page because I don't want right. to jeopardize, like, I work for an employer. And there are some like, things that I personally believe that I can't put on there. So, But if I'm going to put on, like, I, I just retweeted a bunch of things about how the, the vote, um, the right to vote is, is being 
um, it, it is being taken away it, for, for some people. I stand by that. Right. So if you're going to put something on your social media page, then don't run away and it's like, I'm not promoting it. You are. You are promoting it. You took the time. Like, let's just, you took the time. I mean, whether it's 10 seconds, you, you took the time to then find the thing and link to the thing. I mean, and the people, I mean, this is, it's just, it's, it's a playbook as old as time where the master decides that he wants to pit one group of people that is being yeah. marginalized against another group that's being marginalized. And for Kyrie, what a waste of a, of a Duke education. I mean, I know you're only there a year, but you can go back anytime you want. You're, you're one of the richest athletes in the world. You can, you can, like you say, all the conversations that he could have, he could literally have the conversation with the foremost thought leaders in all of those spaces, they would probably all make room to have a conversation with him. And he's choosing some apparently really crappy film that is filled with tropes that have been given to them by the powers that be that don't want what's good for black people, Jewish people, Asian people, Latino. They don't want what's good for anybody. And you're carrying their water? What the hell's wrong with you, Kyrie? Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you, man? What's the... Kanye tweeting, I guess there's still a real one out here. Some real ones out here. Real what? Yeah. Y'all y'all are Herschel Walker. Y'all think I mean all I mean this is I guess this is stupid people, but it's the Herschel Walker, the Kyrie's, the Kanye's. Stop carrying the master's water, man. Stop playing yourself. You look ridiculous. And LeBron, CP, I, I, I'm, here's what, here's what I'm guessing, that they have used their private channels to reach out and kind of say, hey man, like, and I respect them for that, but at this point, I think we all have a responsibility to shut down this anti-Semitism and, you know, be damned Kyrie's career, the Brooklyn Nets, the NBA, yeah. whatever. Like, it's time to shut it down. Like, there's no, there is zero room for tolerance of any of this stuff whatsoever. You just got to squash it. Like, boom, it's got to go. It's got to go. I'm with you. And, and like, one more statement about, like, to, to fall into these um, kind of historical tropes about Jewish people and money and, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, Kanye talking about they, 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 they they're messing with my contracts. Let let me just say for the record that one of the folks who walked with Dr. King, I, everybody, if you listen to to, to revisionist history, everybody marched, mm -hmm. right, yeah. in the march in Washington. But one of the folks who marched with Dr. King was Abraham Joshua Heschel, mm -hmm. a rabbi, um, an immense rabbi and, and, and theologian and of his own right like he was there with them hand in hand and, and and Jewish folks have have been were and have been a part of mm -hmm. the fight for freedom and mm -hmm. civil rights and, and, and liberty like from the very beginning mm -hmm. so so these tropes don't take into account right. like how instrumental Jewish folks have been in the fight um, and so let's 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 call that out and 
And I'm not saying like we don't have to be uh, all kumbaya and we don't have right. to be like everything's great. There are there are conversations to be had about historical tensions, about how things work. I'm down to have those conversations, but I'm not going to resort to a bunch of memes and tropes and, and, right. and fear filled hate um, uh, 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 uh examples of, of hate i'm not going to resort to that mm -hmm. to to then make a statement and then run from it so yeah. not only is is Kyrie and, and kanye not only are they anti-semitic but they're, they're cowards for not even yeah. being willing to like have the conversation like do something significant but yeah man that's on y'all yeah and i think this is a real this is a real opportunity for not just the, the the NBA, but I think as a country, a very teachable moment. We clearly, clearly don't understand our history. Yeah. There is no appreciation, no understanding of just what people survived through, what Jewish people survived through. There is no appreciation for what um, kidnapped Africans enslaved Africans. There is no understanding of, of for, the forced labor of, of Asians and Latinos in America. We don't have an appreciation of the suffering of people. We want to brush it under the rug and just say, oh, we're a melting pot. And, we, and, and then we just act like, oh, the Holocaust, did that really happen? January 6th, oh, that wasn't an insurrection. That was right. just a people... Like, we have to get to the place where we really understand the suffering of people and not just the suffering, but the, the, the grace and the forgiveness that people, because listen, I, I mean, I, I am just, I am stunned. I truly am stunned by the lack of action by the NBA, by its sponsors, by the Disney corporation, ESPN, <laughs> Where are you at, ESPN? Where are you at, TNT? I mean, I mean, these are real questions. Like, what are you doing? And I, I think there's an opportunity for us to truly learn. Um, I, I, I'm just. Uh. So let, let me just to close this out. Can, can I just read you some words yes. from Abraham Joshua yes. Heschel? Um, he met. Dr. King at a um, at th they were at a conference it was um, a conference organized by the National Conference of Christians and Jews it was on religion and race in 1963 this is what he says so let's just be clear about who's an ally right, right. this is Heschel speaking racism is Satanism unmitigated evil you cannot worship God and at the same time look at man as if he were a horse Religion cannot coexist with racism. It is a grave violation of the fundamental religious principle not to murder. Racism is public humiliation, which is condemned in the Talmud as tantamount to murder. One should rather commit suicide than offend a person publicly. Mm. Wow. He was really clear right. about who he was aligned with. Right. And to your question, how many of us are going to be as clear right. about who we are aligned. Right, with. that's right, and 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 so this is. I mean, 
I do think there's conversations that I feel like need to be had in the black community because there are so many other communities that are riding for us. We got to ride back. Like we look, it can't just be, you know, get, 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 and no give, Right. Um, we got to stand up. Um, and I'm looking for leadership in the NBA, LeBron, CP, um, Adam Silver. Look, man. But you know who who the vice president of the NBA Players Association is? Who? Kyrie. Really? Yeah. Well, that he. Well, to to your point, that he is even that he that 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 is still his title, says a whole lot. Yeah, it does. It's I nice. mean, the moment the moment it became a thing on Twitter, where we realized what it said, should have been an emergency meeting. Out. You're out. Yeah. So right now, so here's what I'm going to say to LeBron and Chris Paul. All of the courageous things that you've done, Steph as well. If you are silent on this, what it tells me is that maybe you aren't, maybe you aren't the leaders that you that you have always been. This is now the time more than at any time ever in your careers that your leadership is needed. It's never been needed more than it's been needed right now. And that it sucks for you guys because every time your leadership has been needed, it's always been, we've never needed it more. And that's a reflection on larger society, but it, it is what it is. He's got to go. And you all have to be the ones to show him the door. And it sucks. But that's what leadership is. Yeah. Leadership isn't fun. Leadership is necessary. So I feel like we've kind of spilled into, you know, call outs and All right, shout yeah, we got call outs and shout outs. Yeah. Who you got? I, I I'm call I'm I'm my call out is is LeBron and Chris Paul. You know, you're calling out the king. I'm calling out the king. Hey, man, if you can get on and fight with Lily about everyone needing and should getting a damn iPhone, isn't everyone entitled to decency and respect? <laughs> Aren't they? I mean, everyone gets every, decency and respect. Right. Everyone. You're, you're sitting up here, everyone and all this stuff. Hey, man, this is real. This is real, LeBron. And uh, with that. LeBron, Chris Paul, ownership of the Brooklyn Nets, so I'm, and, and management, Sean Marks, Kevin Durant. Why am I skipping Kevin Durant? KD, you got to say something, man. Because you, the NBA is on a very short leash with me. If Kyrie's still in the league in a week, I think I'm done with the NBA. So that's my, uh, that's my call out. Wow. Um, so, so here, here I, I'm with Jerry. On call-outs. We ain't doing no shout-outs this week. No. Here's my call-out. You might have missed it. Um, well, if you don't live in Missouri, you definitely missed it. Or we're not exposed to it. But, you know, all of us are getting um, kind of berated with ads and, and all this. Well, so here in Missouri, there's a race. 
between Derek Schmidt and Trudy Bush Valentine. Schmidt is the Republican, Valentine is the Democrat. Um, if if something sounds familiar to you about Valentine, it's her, her name Bush. She's she is of the Anheuser Bush family. Mm-hmm. Well, she released an an, an ad, um, and it slams Derek Schmidt for a vote that he took as a um, uh, uh, a state uh, senator in terms of allowing foreign companies to own Missouri farmland, right? And and essentially. It, it, but it doesn't say it that way. It says that uh, Derek Schmidt. Oh, did I get his name? Did I jack up his name? Well, it's Eric because there's a Derek yeah. Schmidt in Kansas, and he's Eric Schmidt. <laughs> okay, in Missouri. The, the Both of them are idiots. Okay. Yeah. So it says that Eric Schmidt. <laughs> um, it, it it really supports um, giving away farmland to China, mm-hmm. and then it says that if he really wants to give away farmland to China then he should be the broker for China. So, you know, when I first saw that, I was like, I don't even understand what that means. Right. But it hits me a certain way. Maybe it hits me a certain way because I'm API mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, what's going on there? So I look it up, right? And then, then it, there's a place called the Center for Strategic and International Studies. And they talk about that That what happens is there is this company that, that, um, that a, a, a Chinese company like bought this, this, this pork, uh, this company to to do pork and all this, but here's the bigger thing: that when you look at foreign investments in agricultural land, mm-hmm. then the number one um, uh, place, the, the 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 number one shareholder is Canada, mm-hmm. and then the Netherlands, and then Italy, and then Germany, and then the United Kingdom. Mm. You, you you hear anything about China in there? No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't hear them in that list. So if if Valentine is really trying to make a statement mm-hmm. about foreign investment in agriculture, like she's trying to hit, she's trying to make a case to Missouri farmers about like don't like don't give your your land away. But then she uses China, mm-hmm. who doesn't doesn't even make the top five. Right. And so I'm just saying, like, this is where I contend that both parties Mm -hmm. are absolutely abhorrent around race. Trudy Bush Valentine, like, why why do you need, why why are you centering China in this conversation? Why didn't you center Canada or the Netherlands or Italy or Germany or the United Kingdom? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Because... You, the Democratic candidate, feel that it's important to continue to build on the fear that folk, white folks have around Asian folks. And, right. and then you're going to point out communist China. Okay, so that's fine. But at least in this case, that doesn't sit well with me. You're getting killed already right. oh, in the yeah. race. Yeah. Right? But... Here, come on. You can do better. I'm not voting for you. None of that is okay, right? You can be better. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I don't. I don't even think I have anything to add to that. I mean, that's just. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a racist trope, and it it you know, it pisses me off that Democrats are doing that. But it's calculated. 
Because whatever campaign person told her is like, oh, you don't have to worry. Like, we, we want the farmers. You don't have to worry about the Asian people of Missouri. Well, don't worry about me. I ain't worried about you. Can I just say something? Can I? I, I, I have one more call out. Go ahead, man. Democratic strategists, all of you. I'm sorry, not all of you. Um, not David Pluff, okay? Um, not, not the other homeboy, uh, David um, Axelrod, okay? You're going to President Obama's top like, two people. If, if President Obama had not, has not, or would not, or has not already hired you, okay? This is for the rest of you. You are not good at your job. You are offering horrible advice. Anybody that told Laura Kelly to do the governor of, uh, of Kansas, the middle of the road ads, terrible. Terrible. Nobody wants middle of the road. We want someone who's going to fight. Period. Stop trying to get people that already don't like you. They don't like you. They want to break in your house, hit you in the kneecaps with a hammer, tie you up, and interrogate you. They don't give a damn about your racist, trope-ass political ads. Stop walking. Stop being lukewarm. Stop being middle of the road. Stop, stop trying to get the independent voters. You're not going to do it. Stop offering them advice. Quit your jobs, all right? Because what you need to do is to tell them to find something they truly believe in and talk on it. Stop giving them bad advice. You're stealing. You're stealing the, the money that people <laughs> donate, offering crappy advice to losing candidates. And because of your terrible work, we're going to lose the Senate and we're going to lose the House. Quit your jobs. Stop stealing from people and, and let someone else have a chance. Let someone with a backbone tell these candidates the truth instead of stealing their money. I am not going to cut that out. You guys <laughs> suck, okay? You suck. And that's a wrap, folks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the latest edition of Trailblazing. Um, I'm pretty sure that even Jerry and my mama would not make it through this whole episode. But we appreciate you at least liking, subscribing, plus yes. us, leaving a review. And um, I love you all. Vote smart. Make a plan. If you're going to be on the airplane on election day like me, vote early if you can. If you have mail-in voting, make it easy. Go and mail it in if your state allows that. And please encourage everyone you know. Call or text at least 10 people that you know. And ask them the questions. You have a voting plan. You plan to vote. You have a voting plan. You need a ride. Just 10 people. It's real quick, real easy. And uh, let's try to salvage democracy again, please. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. All right. Peace. Peace.